Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 345 for April 10th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reed Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I'm joining this week. And we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. So what? We watch anime. No, no. So what? We play Stop. No, we don't do that one anymore. Fun, and we don't care who's he. Wait, but we're not. We aren't doing that one anymore. Stop it. Welcome I... to the Nathan podcast. So I. Why didn't you just pay me to do it? <laughs> because. Uh... We could have used that. Technically, we could have used that. I don't think it would have gained or lost any viewership, but that's I'm okay. Sh- I own the rights to my own ramblings, right? Yes, I'm, yes, you I'm do. sure we can't get sued for that. We'll be fine. Um, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't get sued for that. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. No think one would that, listen. I don't think that Jake owns the copyright for that song. Is what I'm saying. I, I don't. Well, he he sort of does. It, it, it is a parody does. of a Snoop Dogg and someone else. I don't know. Yeah. Song. Is it? Yeah, is it? Was it Snoop fair use. The yeah, notes are definitely distinct enough. That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh. We also paid for it, so it doesn't really matter. You can use it because I paid a dollar for, for that song. Well, to be I don't fair, know if that necessarily works. Uh, no, I talked I talk to him about it. He, he I, has permission uh, from the content creator? Yeah. I believe. <laughs> no, I was just... Was the implication was, was that, well, no, it's okay. I paid money for it. That means <laughs> I can use it however I want. No, 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 no. I, I spoke to... That's how uh, we get 2007 YouTube again. <laughs> I spoke to Jake uh, but before we started the podcast, or before I took the song for the podcast, and he said, yeah, just pay for it, and you can use it um, on your podcast. And I was like, okay. So I paid him. I think it was a dollar or $10, something like that, for the, the use of the song. So anyway... The commercial usage rights. Yes. So... Uh, we can find all of us at aroa.website. Uh, just go there. All the relevant links are there. Uh, Connor wants to plug. Clinton's Core Classics, a rise of the Rune Lord's first edition actual play podcast. Please give it five stars wherever applicable. All right. And of course, you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruce. I'm reading everywhere. Uh, the main one I want to point out is Twitch. I'm on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, go to twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Press the, the follow button, and uh, if you're so inclined, press the subscribe button uh, so I can I can finally stop working and just, just play video games for a living. Every, every boy's dream. Anyway, uh, let's start with Connor. What games have you played this week? You know, I've been thinking about it. Not many. I gave Triangle Strategy another try because I picked up that game and pretty quickly put it right back down. It's not what I was promised, you guys. You were promised wanted, Final Fantasy Tactics. I wanted Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's Fire Emblem. Oh. It's not the same. I'm and sorry. I mean, it's an okay game. Like, it's it's an entertaining tactics game, and I do love tactics games, but this is fundamentally not what I wanted or was promised. 
And phooey, it sure does ruin my mood. I've also yeah. been playing Panit Side 2 because I I don't know. I I want big battles. I, I want I want big team battle, but this isn't it. This is not quite scratching that itch. I'm probably well, not going to play this. And I keep on saying I'm probably not going to play this again in a week, but. And then you play it again in a week. I, I keep on, like, I, I joined a guild and every once in a while we play and it's phenomenal. And then I play with them when it's like 80 people and it's almost the worst thing ever. Yeah, I I always like the smaller teams when playing in like Halo. And so, like I like 4v4 or mm. even. And you even know me, I, I always prefer the big team battle style. Yeah, yeah. So like fundamentally different in our in our play styles there, but I can also see like say, okay, you like twenty people battles or twenty v twenty, but eighty v eighty might be a bit too much still. So and I, is... I haven't played Planet Side, so I can't really comment on that type of battle system. There's definitely diminishing returns on size, just at a certain point it gets so impossible to coordinate if you don't have people who are all invested in being there for the same reasons. Yeah. I'm, what do you mean? I wish... Mag was such a good game. Uh, you know, someone else was telling me about Mag the other day, and I don't think that's quite what I'm looking for either. I, I tried Arma, and that was close, but just way too frustrating to deal with with all the mods and not having mod support well. I, I, I wish Battlefield 2042 was good, because I think that's really what I'm looking for, and it's it's not good. Have you thought about playing Escape from Tarkov? Mm, don't nah. don't don't do it also still not what you're looking for i don't think definitely not no, what he's looking definitely for. not and i i, I kind of value my time even like like if sometimes i need to choose whether i want to like edit audio or play a video game and depending on what games are around i will actually do work instead sometimes <laughs> you're like no no i prefer to do work that's what, what sounds I... more fun, <laughs> laboring at the uh, the audio mines or, I don't know, tolerating, uh, I don't have any good examples here, uh, whatever uh, popular game is going on. Right World now. of Warcraft. Like, yeah, tolerating World of Warcraft. Why would anyone tolerate World of Warcraft? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why would anyone do that? Why would I play the new Halo? I don't know. Do you do you have a Warhammer minute? No, we tried to play it and ended up working out though. That's your the Warhammer minute. You spent a minute. You like texted everybody in your group text, and you're like, "Hey!" And they're like, "Nah." And that was like, your minute. We we want to do it. We should do it. Okay, let's do it. Oh man, I gotta work that day. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Do you want to do it within like the two hours before we play Pathfinder on Saturday? And I'm like. Are you fucking nuts? We're not going to have enough time to play this in two hours. Yeah. You have okay, to we built your... the map. Tear, tear it all down. We need to play Pathfinder. Yeah. And then you have to you have to paint all of your minis in that time. That's what happens, right? You, you paint them all before. Happens. Oh, okay. You, you don't paint them all in one time. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten really good at speed painting. That would be nice. You could You could start doing speed painting for YouTube. I hear there's money to be made. Yeah, anyway. that's what they mean by speed painting. Yes. Yes, indeed. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you play no, no other games? So you had Triangle Strategy, you had Planet Side 2. I, right. I, I, I don't think I played uh, Space Station 13 again this week, which is unusual for me. Yeah. Going to go back and so much will have changed. Yeah, that's unfortunate. 
Uh, I, what I gonna... was thinking of picking up that Kirby game. I watched some people play that, and it does look parts, really good. Parts of it look really unappealing to me. The the arcadified parts of it, but I think walking around with a Kirby that I can upgrade RPG like is actually something that is really interesting to me. I like Kirby, but I I'll probably wait until it you know goes on sale in seventeen years or something. And then can I can I be real with y'all for a second? Just I'm, I'm gonna get really close to the mic. Can I get real with y'all for a sec? That Lego game, the the Star Wars one. I'm not even a Star Wars guy. That Lego game looks stupid fun. Lego Star Wars is just a fun time. Like, the Lego like, games I, are surprisingly good. The, yeah, every one I've played has just been a, a knockout hit. I and I, I I might pick it up. Like, and I'm not a Star Wars dude. I all my friends are, and I know. Nathan and I in particular have talked about doing like a tabletop Star Wars kind of thing in the past. I want to and someday. The it's it's just not something that's ever really rang my bell before, and maybe that would be enough to get me interested enough to at least follow along with what's going on. Probably not, but you know, it, if not, it's a Lego Star Wars game. It'll be a fun time. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars, and most of the Lego games based yeah. on movies are just. They're just a fun time, and they're they're good. They're not amazing they usually, but they're, they're they, good. they don't take themselves too seriously, which ends up going for the best of it because they're usually just doing wacky stuff, and I like wacky stuff. Yeah, Traveler's Tales is just a really good company. That is, that is correct. We're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk to Oroa. What games have you played? Uh, well, uh. I mean, not a ton. Not, not a ton. Not a lie. Not a ton. But I did play a little bit more of uh, the Risk of Rain 2 DLC that came back a little while back. Um, and it almost feels like a, like like it cheapens it to call it DLC because it's essentially like an expansion pack. Uh, like, it is, it is so different from the base game in terms of content outside of like all the maps are the same and like all of the old enemies are still there, but there's so many new enemies and new items and the new characters play so fundamentally differently. Like it, it might as well, like you, you could have sold this as a standalone, like spinoff title and it would have worked. Uh, makes me really excited to see what Hapu does later because like man it's it's just really really fucking good uh the rail gunner is without a doubt my favorite character now um and if you are someone who played slash plays counter-strike and always grabs the op uh that's the character the character is just uh quick scoping that oh. that's it oh i see it's great i love it uh because her her shtick is you uh you hold right click for a second to bring up your scope and it highlights the weak point on the enemy uh and if you hit it you get a guaranteed crit and so all items that increase crit chance instead increase crit damage and uh like she also has this ability where it charges up for a few seconds and then your sniper shot gains a 4,000% damage increase wait, and wait, crit 4, damage. 4,000%? Yes. 
That's a lot. <laughs> yes. And then uh, also 150% crit damage increase. So if you hit a boss with that attack and you hit the weak point, uh, it generally one-shots every boss. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking... Besides the last okay. one. So it does 4,000% more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, crit is... Usually double. Usually double, but you get 150%. But, mm-hmm. So it's and that's on and top of your normal crit damage boost. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so it goes from an extra 4,000 damage to an extra 15,000 I mean, damage? Yeah, thousand probably. Thousand per, 15,000 yeah. percent? Yeah. That's, like, it's, uh, it's that's a lot. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, there's actually there's an achievement for doing like some unbelievably ridiculous amount of damage in one shot. I think it's like it's like 50,000 damage with one shot. And what game is this uh, again? This is Risk of Rain 2, oh, okay. uh, the new DLC Survivors of the Void. I see. Uh, it, it's, and, oh, it's, it's just really good. Are, uh, are I also going, saw. A stop, are they going to nerf yep. that character? No, there's no <laughs> oh. way. Because, oh, okay. like, to be fair, the trade off uh, is pretty substantial. Uh, she does not have very good movement uh, abilities. Her only real two movement capabilities are if you do your basic shot while pointing down, you can slow down your fall. Um, and then you have these mines that don't do damage, but they throw you really far and then they mm. throw enemies really far. So like there's some strategy involved there where you can use them to jump really high, but it, it takes thinking to do it. Does she turn into a ball um, when she throws down the mines? No. Oh, okay. No, uh, that is very much in the same line as to what what that is though okay. uh and you have you have a basic shot that's like rapid fire and it auto aims but it's incredibly short range uh it's like it's a very very fun character and like most of the other characters in risk of rain 2 completely different from all the others yeah uh, it's great um well i was gonna say uh, i should also mention mention uh i saw sonic 2 yesterday i th- thought about it i heard some I, I read some some people on twitter said it wasn't great um well those but, people are wrong but then i i looked on rotten tomatoes and it has like an 80 percent audience score and like a not a great critic score i think it was 66 yeah my, i looked at 68 i think is what it was yeah something like that uh so not, so, not great but not not terrible um as a movie it? As a as a movie, if you are not a Sonic fan, um, it is at best a like typical family movie. Okay. Um, it like I'd say it's better than like a like a DreamWorks or an Illumination kind of family movie. Um, just because it's like not quite so Zoomer, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I got Which you. really isn't fair to say because like. Zoomers are like almost twenty now. Kill me. Um, that's a, that's but what I, I'm gonna interject and say that's what I hate when people are like complaining about millennials. And they're like, oh, yeah, all those like, millennials. I'm like, you realize we're like thirty five, right? <laughs> there was a fucking is closer than nineteen eighty. <laughs> yeah, there was a trailer 
for a, there were there were like a bunch of animated animated movie trailers but um one of them was essentially just kung fu panda but like just nothing but millennial humor oh, and man. it was awful oh god it was just awful it was like look at all these celebrities that millennials love who are playing these characters look michael Sarah, samuel L. jackson look at all these other people haha <laughs> they made a twitter joke <laughs> twitter get it <laughs> like oh that it was awful. awful but but um, sonic was good sonic was so fucking great uh as a sonic fan at least um like there there was way too much of the human characters again yeah it it, it wasn't that. as bad as the first movie but there was still too much of them there was if if you took them out you would have saved 30 minutes and it's a 2 hour long movie by, by the way uh and and like they didn't add anything at all yeah. well it, they they always do that with movies even if they're decent movies like um, I'm not saying these how movies are am decent, I but to relate to them if there's not someone in the movie that tells me how I'm supposed to feel. So, I, 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 uh, I, I well, I'm just thinking like Transformers, right? The yeah, always way too many human characters in those movies, and I'm just like, you know, we don't but need like, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. But the, but the thing is, even with Transformers, there were human kids in the TV show. So, like, mm -hmm. I get why you would be incentivized to put them in there. There are no normal people who are hanging out with Sonic in in any of the games besides uh, 06, I 06, guess. yeah. But everyone hates 06, so why would you do that? <laughs> uh, like, but otherwise, for the other hour and a half, like, everything that is Sonic and Tails was fucking great for for being, like, a video game movie. Like, I I loved all the references. Uh, they didn't make Sonic too cringy. There was some stuff where it was like, "Hey, kids, though, if you don't actually know what Sonic is, look at how wacky Sonic is in this movie." Ha ha. But like, all the stuff that was actually like geared towards Sonic fans was perfect. The the like subtle nods to like they go into a big labyrinth at one point and like sonic falls down these alternating water slides and it's like oh because it's labyrinth zone yeah that's fucking great that that's um good. uh did they have the uh infinity stones or or yes balls or yes they did okay it the last 30 minutes of that movie i screamed multiple times does he turn I into was Goku? so excited. Yes. Okay. And it's great. We're doing spoilers, and but like, you can, uh, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Like, you, you knew. Like, everyone yeah. knew that Sonic was going to go into Super Sonic. Mm -hmm. The context around it, though, is actually pretty fucking cool. Um, like, Eggman, how Eggman gets his, they, they do the Death Egg robot. And I was so fucking happy. I was being, I, like, the kids behind me weren't doing anything. And I was going, yeah! Oh my God. <laughs> He's doing it! He's got the Death Egg robot! Like, then he turned around I and was... shook the kids. And... <laughs> Why are I you not me. enjoying this? 
don't you fucking understand? That's the best thing that's ever been in this ever the fucking franchise. Fuck you. <laughs> like old man my, yells at Sonic. <laughs> I was so happy. Like uh, um, the only way it could have been better is if Crush Forty started playing when he turns. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like the soundtrack was probably the worst part of the entire movie. Oh, um, that always ruins they, it, right? Yeah, because for some reason they just had to go with like this hashtag like relatable fucking modern soundtrack and like there were a couple of songs in there that were like don't worry millennials we know that you prefer fucking i don't know 90s hip-hop like uh, there were there were a couple of songs in there that were just like what why i, I always hate why, why is like, eggman listening to this i don't can, understand can you tell me and just I, I need to know deep down to make sure that there is the scene where tails wears his baggy pants and his dark shades and does a a freestyle hip hop against Eggman. They kept that scene in. Uh, so you know what's great <laughs> is that you make that joke, but there's a dance off. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm talking I, about. I here. know, I know. There's a dance off. Um, so I, I know Aroa could spend hours talking about I Sonic. I could. Um, I, I do uh, have one last question before we uh, Shanghai ourselves away from this conversation. Has the release of this movie broken any of your fanfic canon? Or is it all still good? <laughs> well, uh, actually, the after credits scene um, could imply that uh, in the next movie, we will see some of that fanfiction come to life. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to see. Well, and and uh, it did well in theaters. Uh, that was a story I'm, I saw. That makes me so happy. Sonic like Boost. I love that a good video game movie franchise is doing well, and they obviously learned from the first movie. Yeah, like okay. they, they, like the first movie did way too much with the human, the human buddies, and this one, like, like I said, there was still too much because it was thirty minutes of them, but the other hour and a half they just didn't exist, and it was great. Well, what you're going to so, do is you're going to get the movie, rip it to your computer, and then make the Aroa cut. I, you, know that, you know what's great is that <laughs> as we were walking out, I was like, I can't fucking wait for the fan cut that just removes all the human shit. Because be you nice. could. You could just cut them out for all but like two scenes, and it would be the exact same movie. And then they're just like, who are you? And then they moves on to the next. But. Like there's there's only one time really where the humans matter, and it's just like Sonic is snowboarding down the side of a mountain, and he can't teleport to Hawaii, and he needs his human friend to use the warp ring to get him back to Hawaii. Like, and that's that's it. And it happens right in the middle of a wedding. It does. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually saw that one in the trailer. Oh, um, yeah. So, I, so I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I have no idea what all this spoiled. That's really dumb that they just gave that away in the trailer, though. Yeah. So Sonic Two, the movie Sonic the Movie Two, uh, yeah, is now the most. Uh, it has generated the most most revenue out of any video game movie, uh, beating Sonic the Movie One. Which was Take that, that other top Doom so. starring Carl Urban in The Rock. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, that makes no. me really happy. Yeah, so, I, I'm. Anytime a video game movie does well, successfully speaking, that's only good. Hopefully, am, they make more good video game movies. I am looking yeah. forward to the Mario movie that's coming out, starring um, uh, Chris Pratt, Star, Chris Pratt. Star Lord. Yeah, Chris Pratt. I think. Like, it, maybe it won't is, be right? bad. The fact that it's being done by Illumination makes me worried. That's that's actually the only thing that makes me worried. Yeah. And Donkey Kong will smoke weed. Well, because <laughs> like I I feel like millennials are now getting into that industry, and that's why we have the Sonic movies. Like it, like obviously it was made by Sonic fans, so I would hope that Mario fans are going to be in the production team for the Mario movie. And yeah, it's going to have the stupid cringy shit like Mario's going to dab or something. But I, I I hope that this means within like 10 years, assuming that the world still exists, we get like a Half-Life movie. That's That'd good. Nice. You That'd know? Good. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a Halo TV series now. Yeah, so, it's bad. I yeah. I haven't you seen it. You also have I'm, that. I'm going to I'm I'm going to They didn't watch it watch, all after. They, they they didn't watch or play the video games. What? Like Yeah, you didn't did hear about that? that? What? No. Yeah. What? The 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 like writing and production team said they did not consult with the video games whatsoever. What about they This just... is the story of John Spartman saving <laughs> a bunch of human soldiers in the middle of Africa. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. It's just like like they have the setting and like a general idea of what's supposed to happen and here's what the make a show. Like, here's what the guns look like. This is a story about saving people. Go. I was yep. I was watching something on bef- we're gonna move on and I'm gonna talk about the games <laughs> I played. But hey, we needed to fill time anyway. We do. Right. We have not very many stories. But uh I was watching something on that X Men Destiny game that got made. And one of the people that was higher up in management actually knew shit about the comics and like he went in and they're like hey what do you think about this and they do a boss fight with juggernaut and juggernaut has a life bar and as the life and then the life bar depletes and it goes into a cutscene. he's like yeah that won't work juggernaut's invulnerable you dumb (laughs) motherfuckers (laughs) <laughs> and they're like well what do you think we should do i'm like well you should at least do you should do it so that after so many hits his helmet falls off and then somebody like takes control of them like telepathically or something like that and they're like great idea we're not going to do that no <laughs> and the game was bad because they didn't what, what if he just ran through all the walls and said i'm the juggernaut and he, he doesn't say the other word but you're thinking the other word and, yeah. and that's how every major studio has handled the juggernaut for the last 20 years yeah i'm bored, I'm bored of it Fix yeah. juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut bitch okay anyway uh we're gonna move on to the games that i played uh the games that i played i played some more fallout 76 um I, I, the fallout, I, got, yeah, why? I, 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 I played and beat the original Fallout, and I was like, all right, start okay. off strong. Now we're going to play the latest game. Now let's make a huge <laughs> mistake. Yeah, and, it's like, and, I ate this delicious chocolate cake, and then I thought, you know, I could really go for a cup of shit right now. <laughs> The same I color. love the Scrubs show. I'm going to um, watch the last season of it. No. <laughs> I um I it is way better than it was when it first came out. 
but it's still it's not going to be much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did. I did a couple put of lipstick on a pig. I still don't want to fuck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I ended up wandering around doing some quests. Uh, I was doing, doing pretty well. And then I went into a building and got to the top of the building and there was an assaultron who lasered my face off. Uh, so, you know, that was that was fun. Lost a bunch of stuff there. Uh, I do have so, a, I do have a do really you, big complaint about it. What what's that? What are we gonna say? Well, are you are you playing it like on an actual server? Or you, or, like, because you can play it solo, right? Uh, can you play it on like a private thing? You no, have you to have pay, to pay for it. You have to pay for Fallout first. So I've just been playing in the open world, but no, nobody plays it. Uh, oh, so yeah. it is just me. And there, there, there are some people that play it, but the instances are so minimal. You're not really running into people all the time. Uh, yeah. When it first started, you were running into quite a few people, but now again, nobody plays it. Uh, so there were a couple like people that I ran into, but I, it's kind of, it's not as bad PVP as you would think it would be because there's no real incentive to do the PVP. Yeah, so, it's not like whenever it first started where there were so many people that there were enough assholes around. Yeah, now the people who are playing are just doing it to because that's what they want to do. They're not really... Yeah, and then there there are some... Uh, every once in a while, somebody will like do a public group and be like, everyone can join a group and do this quest, uh, which is cool, but I've never joined any of those. I've just been doing my own thing. One thing I have a, a problem with is there just like with Fallout 4, there's like the crafting stuff, and there are certain items that are more rare than other items, right? So you're gonna find a lot of plastic, but not as much aluminum or titanium or whatever. Uh one you of those kill things kill a man over their copper scraps. One of those things is screws. Like you're always you need screws for everything and they are pretty freaking rare <laughs> and i have like a machine that's like i can make ammo but you cannot i have tons of of metal scrap but i can't turn any of that scrap into screws even though i have all this machinery at my base to make random ammunition and power armor i just can't make screws for some reason uh, which is really annoying. Would um, you even say that's screwed up? Yeah, it's very screwed up. And then I I played the game I am playing through right now, which I'm trying to beat before I go to the UK, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Uh, I I beat the first story. There are five stories, and that took me about seven or eight hours to beat the first story. So about seven or eight. Star hours. Ocean. Uh, it's Weird West. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so I beat the first story, and then you are... It seems like your soul is transferring between people. So the first story ends, and that person stayed alive. Like, you can go recruit them with your next character, which I became a pigman, uh, because somebody is making pigmen. And so I became a pigman, and then I went and recruited my old character. Uh, another thing that you can do, which is good, is if you get really nice weapons or something as one character, you can store them in the horse saddlebag, and then when you become the new character, when you get a horse, 
you get access to those items. Huh. So uh, you can start out with some pretty pretty fantastic items that way. So you're on. Sounds like you're on a CRPG kick, then, huh? Uh, that there's is, a couple. Would you consider Weird West a, a CRPG? It's it's action. Oh, it's not. I thought it was. Uh, no. Oh. It, well. Oh. Okay. It's. A, it it's sounded like a. Like a it it is it is like a CRPG in the fact that you do level up your characters, you do change out weapons, um, you can get perks, stuff like that. Like you can level up, uh, but it is a twin stick shooter for the combat. Huh. So it's pretty good. I think you might actually like it, Aroa. Uh, it's like a so it's like a Diablo like, but everyone's ranged. Uh, yeah, you can also get, uh, like when I, when you start off as the bounty hunter, you start off with revolvers. Uh, but when you start out as the pigman, you have a shotgun and a cleaver and you can get, you can get shotguns and, and ranged, uh, or pistols and, uh, then there's rifles and melee and bows. This actually does look really good. It really is. (laughs) And it's included with game pass. Uh, and that's why no. I got it. It's so good. It really is good. I have so uh, many things I'm trying to play. I know, I know, but uh, it's good. So I played that on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, it was it was really fun. And then I got my Xbox Series X. Oh boy! And so so I loaded that up and I, I know I can play it on the PC, but I was like, played all the same games that you already have access to. The only, the only thing that's different, they, they do have some games, uh, that are released on the Xbox yeah. series X that are not released on the PC. Um, you also get like all the backwards compatibility shit. And plus you get all the backwards compatibility stuff. So I downloaded rare replay. Um, yeah, which was pretty cool, which is pretty cool. But, uh, I was like, you know what? Uh, I've heard good things about this game. I'm going to play Tunic. And I don't like it. Um, <laughs> like, the combat doesn't feel as good as I would like. Um, the rolling seems like there's a little bit of a delay when you when you press the roll button. The blocking has a little bit of a delay. Like, everything's just, like, a quarter of a second behind, and I don't like it. It's like everything's just a little clunky. Uh, and then Connor watched me play it a little bit, and it's uh, it's very like they don't give you any direction on what to do, so you're just kind of wandering around trying to figure out what to do. It's a pain I in the ass. This game was inspired by the original Zelda, just a little bit, in the sense that uh, "Where am I? What am I doing?" is a very frequent feeling, unless you already know exactly what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, it's. It is definitely inspired by Zelda, and they said it was inspired by Dark Souls as well. So the combat, even though the it's isometric, that's another thing I don't like is I don't like the isometric I, camera. It's I don't think that Souls combat works in an isometric perspective. I don't I've think never so seen a game that does that well. It, and and the isometric perspective. Like with Fallout, I you know I just played through Fallout, and there were some things that I didn't like about it. Like there are there's some stairs, but for some reason the stairs going downstairs is the same color as the floor you're standing on, 
and it's hidden behind a wall. So you're not necessarily going to be able to see it unless you're specifically looking for that. Um, however, I don't think that those developers meant for that. To, they were just using what they had 25 years ago, and that's what they came up with. Uh, but Tunic intentionally hides things behind buildings all the time. Like every building has like a hidden path behind it that leads to another area in the game. And I fucking hate it. Uh, (laughs) I hate it so much. Yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah. So a lot of people really like it. It's a very cute game. I, I, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I think roguish bard, uh, said that uh she thought oh my god it's so cute but also looks frustrating like, yeah yeah it is uh but weird west though aroa i i suggest you play that i also did play one more game for about 15 minutes today um we actually spoke about it before because it actually looks pretty good and i played a match and i lost but that's okay it's like overwatch with gundams it's gundam evolution yeah, I remember seeing oh, it yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean it's not bad. I haven't played it enough to to be like, oh, it's amazing or it's it's really bad. Uh, but it was it was alright. I, I had some fun. Uh they're doing a play test this weekend that you can you can sign up and get into. Uh Durga posted something in our Discord and um there's a beta section or beta keys section. Uh, and I put that up a while back, rarely utilized. But if you guys see a beta for a game uh, or an alpha, something like that that is free that you can get into, just post in there, and then everyone will be able to sign up and, and take a look at that. Or if you happen to get a code that you don't want to use and just be like, if anybody's interested, pop the code in there. Anyway, uh, we are going to move on. And we're going to talk about some news stories. Are you guys excited about the news stories this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the idea behind this show is, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm told. Good faith in reality. Yeah. Good good faith in humanity. It's it's, Everything's going great. No issues here. Why are we wasting energy and resources on these? Yeah. Do you guys (laughs) like uh, driving games? Like, Like racing games? Like Gran Turismo or Forza or Hang On? I don't care for them. I know Forza Five is like super popular right now, though. Horizon, I, I think Horizon I, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Forza Horizon. You know, I'm honestly, if I if I had the expendable income, I would absolutely be one of those people that like has the equivalent of a hotel setup, but for driving. Oh my god, those like I don't like driving games that much, but those setups are so sweet like yeah they're so cool like i'm terrible at racing games but i feel like it would still be fun as fuck if i had one of those yeah um and what if 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 you don't know what we're talking about we're talking about like the steering wheel that clamps to your desk uh with the or not even that like they actually have like whole cabinets you can do Um, oh yeah but like You you can go nuts with that shit the the steering wheels that have actual feedback and the the pedals that you put down on the floor and can use uh again that have actual feedback uh that that's amazing and yes you can do the whole setup where you have like uh you know the gears like the the stick shift yeah. with the 
assembly and it's I've, like two thousand dollars yeah yeah you can do i've that. even seen it where like they have like uh that that arcade cabinet that some places have where like it has a counterweight in the back that like slams back and forth whenever you get hit or like whatever i it, remember it's... i remember um somebody when elite dangerous first came out they had like a a tracking camera that they they put on their head like a there was like a camera and then it tracked like a thing on the what's on the head and they had three projectors set up oh my god and they would use it was like in VR but without the VR so he would move his head around and it would move on the projectors i mean uh, if it works right yeah that's yeah. great um but anyway so are we talking about something cool like that uh no we're talking about nfts oh yeah um this is from TechSpot. uh it starts out with facepalm in what is yet another warning about the inherent dangers of nfts um a game power a game powered by nfts was just shut down after three years um leaving those who spent hundreds thousand and even hundreds of thousands of dollars on f1 delta time left with virtually worthless digital assets they they are not yep. they are not virtually worthless they are actually worthless because nfts are fucking stupid i've um, said it once and i'll say it again things look way too much like the fall of rome to be investing in imaginary things like nfts yeah um it says here um there was a lot of interest in the title as it offered an official f1 license and promised users the chance to play to earn I hate that, by the way. Don't ever play a play-to-earn game because you will not play to earn. Um, it even held the record for selling the most expensive NFT in its launch year, an in-game car that went for $100,000. <laughs> um, but apparently it was yeah, bad. Yeah, ma. I, I just bought a car. You're not going to believe it. For no, $100,000. <laughs> Um, three years after Rive F1 Delta Time is closing down following the expiration of its F1 license, which has not been renewed. Publishers Animoca Brands said that the owners of digital assets used in the game would be rewarded for their loyalty and support. Sure thing. Looks sounds a lot like that pride and accomplishment post from a little while back. Um, but rather than exchanging the NFT for crypto. Owners can swap them for tokens used in a different racing game. <laughs> so, so if you bought, uh, if you spent a hundred thousand um, dollars for an in-game car, don't worry, don't we worry. have different funny money that you can yeah, exchange yeah. your funny money for. The person who paid three hundred thousand dollars for an F1 Delta Time NFT is unlikely to be happy. Uh, so, don't. Don't support NFT things. It's it's dumb. We're just gonna move I, on. And we're gonna talk about it. I, I just I just want to know though. What? Like I want to know if the entire like NFT thing is it being run by people who are aware of how stupid and ridiculous it is, Probably. and like they're just taking advantage of stupid people, or are oh, there sir. really a bunch of earnest people who are like? No, I'm taking back currency by selling these funny tokens. It's like it's, this is the new 
so I, I think people are kind of becoming disillusioned with crypto. Um, yeah, they are. And and this is the next. Hey, like when Bitcoin came out, we all knew about Bitcoin when it first fucking came out and was like a dollar. Yeah. And we are all stupid for not getting it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, but we but didn't know. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know how the world was going to end up. We didn't. But know. I get those were those were good times. Remember, Obama was president. Economy was doing good. Uh, Trump didn't exist. It was great. It was great. He didn't exist. He didn't exist until 2016. He wasn't born yet. He wasn't born yet. Um, but From like the, good the days. <laughs> um, and and we we didn't know everything would go to hell in the next ten years, but that's that's what happened. Um, but you know we knew about Bitcoin. And we said to ourselves, nah, that's not going to take off. And I think other people are like that. They Honestly, they probably figured out about Bitcoin way after we did. But, you know, still, like, learning about it in 2015 when it was, like, $5,000 per Bitcoin. Or, yeah. like, you know, a few hundred dollars in Bit for, for a Bitcoin. And now it's worth, even when it's lower, it's, like, $30,000. I, I guess I, I see what you're saying that like people see what happened with yeah. crypto and yeah. now they see NFTs taking off and they're like, oh, this is this is going to be the new Bitcoin. I got to get in on this on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. But they're they're doing it without understanding anything about how NFTs actually work. Well, and that's, that's human nature. <laughs> I mean, we can look yeah. all the way back to the fucking gold rush. Like, yeah. how many millions of people fucking went to California hoping to strike it rich? Well, um, like, I get, yeah, because this has happened. What was it? Uh, what was the thing? The flowers. There was some flower in like Switzerland or something. I have no Back, idea. It was. It was like it was like fifty or a hundred years ago. Like there was this crazy thing. It's more akin to whenever everyone was buying toilet paper right at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> but it was like, oh, man, these flowers are hard to find. They're they're going to be worth a ton. And so then everyone and their brother was buying like they were going out and harvesting them and and buying them. And it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy where like they wouldn't have. But everyone went and bought them and made them scarce. So now they're worth a bunch. Yeah. And like that's kind of what happened to crypto too. Like you had enough rich morons who went and thought, Oh, crypto is going to be worth a ton of money. I'm going to throw a hundred thousand dollars into this. And so they do that. And because of the way that crypto works, it just artificially inflates the value of it. Yeah. Because this moron thinks it's valuable. That means it is valuable you, because you know, the, it's not real. You know, the funny thing is that's, that's just also, how the economy works. That's also how stock market works. Yeah. <laughs> rich rich people think that it's worth something so eventually it becomes worth that's, something i i recently learned that's literally that's that's literally how uh so the, the way that people actually make money on the stock market is through like options trading mm -hmm. and uh i recently did a uh i think it was a covered put or a or a covered call. I can't remember which one is which. To be honest, I have to look at it. But basically, I said this stock 
is gonna go up. Uh, so I'm gonna buy it at this price right now, and or or, or like like I said that it was gonna do something. Yeah. And I put a certain amount of money down and said, it's going to do that. And at the end of this, you got to pay me this arbitrary amount for the, that stock. And it's, it's literally just a bet. And then somebody else has to take the bet. And I went into it acknowledging that it was a stupid bet, but I had nothing to lose on it. Oh, okay. And so someone else took it and I made $10 off of nothing that is because people with a decent amount of money are just stupid and that's how the stock market works yeah so uh we're gonna move on to our next story because i just want to stop talking about this um (laughs) there's a new star trek game coming out everybody you ever hear about you you hear about this you 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 yeah i i so the other day i didn't ever because i pay attention i go to mmorpg or or massively RPG or whatever it's called, uh, massively OP. Massively, massively OP. That's it. Massively OP. They are the um, uh, when when joystick went down, I think it also took their uh MMO site down, and they created massively OP after it uh died, I believe. And so I, I you know, I go there. I go to Destructoid. I go to uh Rock Paper Shotgun. You know, I go to a lot of different places reading about video games, trying to get news stories that I think would be interesting. I'm like, I haven't heard of this game. Um, Cause I was watching YouTube late at night and I actually texted uh, when, when I don't have access to discord, I will text Aroa um, stories. That way I can look back and remember which stories I want to talk about. Um, and so I was like, Oh, Oh, you know, it looks, this is weird. I'm seeing a trailer for a new game called, you know, Star Trek Continuum. It looks like it's going to be an MMO, probably a mobile thing. Uh, so I looked it up and it, it allows you to buy and sell ships and stuff. And I think, I think that's neat. Oh, it's NFTs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This baby can hold so many JPEGs. Slap starship. I was, oh and, God! And this I was, is so bad. In the Who fun, asked for this? And I was confused because in the trailer, I was like, "What the hell is this?" It's narrated by Captain Kirk. Of it's, course, it's it's narrated by William Shatner. So shame on you, William Shatner. I, um, you can't. What's the dude got now? What's he doing? He made an album where all he does is talk like a weirdo. And that's I, like the music album. I told you, <laughs> I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before, there was a time, because William Shatner's in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> I just thought you guys would know, should know that. Um, and he, he came back for some reason, this was like 10 years ago or more. And um, he did sp- a couple segments where he did spoken... Uh, like the he did the, his singing, whatever it was called, spoken it's weird fucking spoken word shit. Yeah, spoken word entrance themes for wrestlers. <laughs> Time <laughs> to play the game. Yeah, actually, yes, yes, <laughs> he did that. 
can I ask if Kirk was in this like like was his character in the WWE any way like a captain or sci-fi <laughs> fantasy bullshit nonsense? No, how, he's, how, how he's handy just was William, it? how handy was it? He's just he's I just mean, William Shatner. I think he did punch I mean, out a wrestler. I just forget which one. Um, you need, need to you need to see this, huh? Yeah, I need to find this. Okay, you, you, do you say punch? But I'm really hoping it was like the star trek karate <laughs> two-handed yeah um but anyway we're gonna get on to the story uh yes paramount global is getting into bed with reeker a company in the business of creating innovative nft experiences with the biggest brands in films tv sports and pop culture again this is from massively op uh to create starship nfts based on the star trek ip which in turn will be used in an upcoming play to earn game Known as Star Trek Continuum. <sighs> the Starship NFTs in questions would come in one of six classes. will all have the artistry of a bored AI as they will be algorithm- algorithmically generated in order to ensure uh, no two ships are the same. Oh, yeah. boy. The Starship will, uh, will be necessary in order for people to play Continuum buying in to get a ship and thus they will be able to play the title um so i know dollars look, yeah. look at my runabout nft it's a bunk bed you know you could like and that's it like you cannot get a 60 dollar starter ship or something every ship is 250 dollars i mean you know Say what you, you know want. what other game has algorithmically generated ships? Yeah, they're no, an AI. No Man's Sky hard for that yeah. $250 worth No of Man's money. Sky has algorithmically generated ships, and it had that back when it was a bad game. I, I'm gonna say like No Man's Sky has turned into a really good game. I haven't played it, it in is. a long time, but like it's, they generally have worked on it and and wanted to make the game as good as they could. It's not even close to the same game anymore. I, I mean, I only played it like a year or two ago. And even at that point, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And and like they're doing that off the funding that they got from the initial like buy ins and then like all the people that have bought it since then. Yeah. But still. And then you have shit like this where you've got fucking. Al- algorithmically generated ships which just basically means they made a they modeled a bunch of parts and then an ai will random generate a combination of those parts yeah um so it's 200 like and in here like i was just thinking like yeah star citizen they they are making you buy ships right yeah like you have to buy a ship to play the game but they have a 40 dollar ship yeah. Like, and then. Don't you also have to buy insurance for the ship? No. You can, you can, I think that's included for the, for your first ship. Guys, that, I don't like I, that I, this is what games is now. Yeah. Can we go yeah. back well, to what well, games and, used to be? And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. With Star Citizen, if you play the game, you can buy the ship. Like, you can earn money in the game and actually buy ships. <laughs> Just like you can in Elite Dangerous. Um, 
So this is worse than Star Citizen's money-making scheme. And Star Citizen oh. might actually become a good game at some point, uh, where this uh, game is definitely not going to be a good game at any point. To clarify, though, Star Citizen does have an insurance program. Okay. Um, I know they do. You normally pay a premium, just like with real insurance, mm. uh, but you can buy lifetime insurance. Uh, but currently in alpha uh insurance is just permanent yeah it's it's all included and then um i'm not sure how the insurance is going to work if it's paid with in-game credits or it is actually yeah. yeah okay um so that's good and i would imagine it's gonna be it's gonna be the same as elite dangerous good that well that's good then um yeah. it says is continuing on with this the news story it says ship nfts are being released as part of a season zero money-making scheme with season one involving players assembling a crew for their ships, and then season t- oh god, oh oh no, they okay. So season zero is where you buy the oh, ships. Oh and then my season, god, it's also an Indiegogo scheme. Oh. Yeah, season one, you have to assemble your crew. Do you have to pay for your crew? Well, I I would not be surprised. They don't say it. Um, season two is going to watch, involve the... Watch the actual game will be like a fucking like drug wars game where it's just all browser based and, and like you oh, click a few fucking boxes and it's, gonna be awful. and it's like your crew's doing the mission. It's, See you yeah. later. It's going to be a Check mobile back game. In two and a half hours. Yeah, it's, it is going to be a mobile game. Yeah. Uh, so You're season pay two $250 for uh, a shitty previa runabout. You're going to pay $60 to have not Captain Picard in red, but Captain Picard in blue when he did that flashback in that one episode. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the season finale, actually. And could uh, this not be what video games are, please? Yeah. Please. Um, so season one or season two will have the actual game being played where players can take up missions to earn rare NFTs. Season three is also planned for the game, promising new character species and even uh, more from Star Trek. Uh, it says those who have been following Trek's official Twitter know that something like this was on the horizon. A teaser tweet was put into uh, the digital ether at the beginning of April. That tweet and the subsequent announcement tweet for Continuum is full of fans decrying the scheme with many pointing out that NFTs are antithetical to the entire idea of Star Trek. I mean, yeah, yeah, because... Because cause in Star Trek, there is no money. Yeah, it's a hope for the future. doesn't matter. Uh, hope for a future where humans have advanced to the point that money and material needs are irrelevant. Apparently, the license holder has never gotten that memo, nor has it paid attention to the fact that having an official license tied to an NFT-filled game is a recipe for disaster. Um, referencing yeah. back to the thing that we just talked. About. I was gonna say, is, is it referencing to the? Yep, it did. It, okay, yeah, it's it's literally that. <laughs> oh, good. They have the same idea, but um, yeah. So, fuck, stop it. Just stop like, putting NFTs in video games. It's not this, gonna work. Star Trek this, Discovery this is was why bad enough. Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard, uh. Fucking, this is why when I was talking about the Sonic movie, I wasn't like, and you know, it's a good thing 
the this is made by Paramount because Paramount's such a cool company because they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're bad. They are. Um, ne- the next movie you're gonna have to, you're gonna be required to buy a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, NFT to get in to watch the movie Aroa. Um, the fucking movie ticket was $15. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So expensive. Everything's fucking expensive right you, now. It's ridiculous. Wait, but that's another thing. You never go to the movies. I don't. Like, I remember when I visited. an exception a... for Sonic. That's yeah. literally, <laughs> seriously, the last time I went to the movies was to see the first Sonic movie. <laughs> so The time before that was the first Avengers that's uh so you see it like a, a new movie in theaters like once every four years <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay I, I i forget the last movie i watched in theaters but i don't i i haven't been really to the movies much. no spider-man i went and watched the new spider-man um, which which spider-man the new one like the, spider the no way home okay because there have been like eight spider-man movies in the last like four years so no, there have only been three Spider-Man movies. I, well, okay, I, oh four, the, four. That's just how detached I am from from all of that. Because I was like, whenever we were going in, I was like, oh, hey, look, it's that meme movie, Morbius. What the fuck even is that? And my buddy was like, uh, it, it's like a, it's like a Spider-Man oh, villain, I think. Yeah, okay. And I was like, oh, they're, that's what it is. Well, yes. So they're doing the thing where. Sony... Well, they can't. Like they can't, yeah. they can't make the movie with Spider-Man in it. <laughs> yeah. So they so have to doing the Spider-Man villains. Yeah. So they have Venom. They had a Venom movie. They had two Venom movies, and they have Morbius. But like, um, but who the like fuck's bad... Morbius? Morbius is the living. Uh, well, so he's a vampire. That's what he is. He's a vampire. In I've sh- never seen Morbius in any Spider-Man anything. He was in the TV show. The 90s TV show. Is that it? Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, he's, like, in, he's in comics and stuff, but... I've played um, like eight Spider-Man video games in my life, and I've never heard of fucking Morbius. I don't think he's been... Like, I, I haven't played all of them, but uh, I like, don't think he is in fucking, any of the video games. Fucking make a movie about Mysterio or something. They did. That was Spider-Man 2. The, the new Spider-Man. Yeah, no. That's I before mean, he fights Dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, do one of these. Do oh. fucking do fucking it, well, not Doc Ock cuz that's that was basically like what Spider-Man 2 was. It's yeah. like Was it was it 2 or 3? Yeah, no, it was 2. It was Doc two. Ock was 2. Yeah. No, yeah, cuz I saw 3. 3 had Venom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to- Topher Topher Grace is Venom. That's Yeah. It I was terrible. Casting. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have casted like Brock Lesnar. To be to be Venom? Nope. Toe for Grace. That's who we want. It's okay. Anyway. He wasn't on screen most of the time anyway. He was just a big CG monster. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Um and he didn't say my favorite Venom line where he where he gets on the computer, he goes, Are we gonna surf the web? <laughs> surfing the web, surfing the web. But no, Morbius Dude. is in the show they had to like change him quite a bit because they didn't want him drinking blood. You know, in a kid's show. And so sounds they, like they just shouldn't have put him in the show. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically. And they make because they, they they're like, oh, we can't have him biting people either. 
So they made him have like suckers on the the palm of his hands. Oh, that's better. And he would drain out their plasma. Oh, just the plasma. Yeah, just the plasma. So did he, did he have to like hold on to him for like forty five minutes just to get anything out of him? Yeah, and then he gave him forty bucks. It was nice. Um... <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think this might just be propaganda for uh, for life source. <laughs> Oh man, I wish there was a place I could get plasma. Oh, that would have There's made... a plasma place like over by the Walmart in my town now, and I am so tempted. I when I lived in Chicago, I used to do it, but then I again, would... I was in a place that had that sort of thing available to me. Yeah, I would totally have done it um, when I was in college because that would have made my life a lot easier, making like eighty I mean, bucks a week. I used yeah, to live I want to. No joke. Yeah, I want to like sit in a chair for three hours and then get paid eighty bucks. Yeah. I already do that as my day job. Yeah, like just like I, I just, just have data on my phone at the time, so like they give you Wi-Fi. Yes, I will sit in a comfortable chair and dick around on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I got a pinch in my arm, whatever. Oh, and you're paying me to do it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's anywhere from like twenty to forty bucks. And you're gonna give me some cookies afterwards? Yeah. And cookies. because I'm a giant, you're gonna give me another cookie after even though you know me? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, lady. Yes, I'm coming back. <laughs> um so we're gonna move on to our last story it's actually a good story no nfts um activision's in a lot a lot of hot water right now so they're doing everything they can everything they <laughs> so can I, for goodwill i do wonder before we get too deep into this if this is activision blizzard or if this is microsoft activision blizzard well technically they, that hasn't happened yet the and and okay so we're my company is going through a merger right now and there is a clear thing they have to do when you're, when you're purchasing one giant company is purchasing another giant company. They've, they have to step back and say the, the guy who is buying the company cannot do anything until the deal is complete. Yeah. So the, the old company has to, remain independent until that deal goes through so actually yeah i now that i think about it i was part of a of a merger to yeah. a few years back and it was very much the same thing so um they, they yeah they have to do that and so this is activision blizzard now it might be like with super packs right like super packs they're like we totally aren't like as long as the candidate doesn't have any input on the super pack, then it's okay. And the candidates like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're all good. Um, so they, you know, Microsoft might like they might have said, "Oh man, you know what's great? Hiring QA workers." And Activision and Blizzard was like, "Yeah, we were getting on that. That's that's so weird." But either way. It's a good thing that's happening. There are 1,100 QA testers are going to be getting full-time jobs. And that's a good thing. This is from Engadget. Um, Activision Blizzard is converting all of its temporary and contract quality assurance workers in the U.S. to full-time employees starting July 1st. Many of the 1,100 workers will receive a pay raise. The minimum hourly rate is going up to $20 per hour as of April 17th. That's good. I hope hope that means that like <laughs> that their QA will get better. Yeah. The uh <laughs> the permanent employees and uh will receive benefits. Um and they'll be able to participate in a bonus plan. So That's great. 
uh, the company said And, like, that... that's not me shitting on the QA department. That's because, like, if I was a temporary worker doing QA work for, for them and, like, not getting anything besides a fucking cash payout every week, I'd be doing the bare minimum. Right. Like, yes. It's hard to be incentivized when you're not really making a living wage. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of times they make up for that. So they'll be like, when I worked at, at Sony, um, I believe the QA workers made $15 an hour. Uh, but they also got 15 to 20 hours of overtime every week. So, well, in other words, they were forced into 15 to 20 hours of overtime every week. Exactly. They, they were. It's it's an unfortunate thing in the industry where the QA workers work the hardest, and a lot and they of they still are only getting twenty an hour. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, they're all on salary now. And not even <laughs> that. Not even that. I know people who have degrees. Like that's what they wanted to do was make video games, and so they they've gotten degrees, and then they're like, there's no openings for what they what they need and so they go into QA to get their foot in the door and then they get trapped yeah it's awful and then they're they're contract workers and we've spoken about it before uh you and I have spoken about it uh with the contracts is that after 2 years they have to decide whether they're going to hire you or not and where I was working uh they would let the person go for three months and then hire them back on a new contract because that was the minimum of a amount of time they had to give them between jobs um, without actually hiring them as a full-time employee. It was kind of crazy. Um, it says the move comes in the wake of unionization drive spearheaded by Q. Oh, that's what's happening. QA team members <laughs> at Raven software. <laughs> Workers from across Activision Blizzard staged a walkout in December after some raving QA contractors were laid off. The following month, QA workers at the studio announced their intention to unionize, which would make them members of the first union at a AAA gaming company in North America. That's what's happening. Um, it says here Activision declined to voluntarily recognize the Game Workers Alliance Union and shuffled some people to other departments. Executives also tried to convince workers not to form a union by questioning <laughs> the benefits of organizing. Nevertheless, the Raven QA workers pressed forward with their plans and have filed for a union election through the National Labor Relations Board. So, this is something that often happens in the United States where a company like Activision Blizzard, I, I, I gave them too much praise. I guess I, I should have read through this story more thoroughly. I, I did read through the story, but uh, you know, my brain sucks. So I forgot some of it. Um, it's something that happens in the United States a lot where they'll treat their employees badly. And then either a politician or uh, the workers will be like, "Hey, fuck you guys," and they'll be like, "Oh, we'll throw you a bone. We'll th we'll, we'll we'll just toss you a little bone. Please don't unionize. <laughs> please, please don't unionize. It's so weird. I have a coworker who is super libertarian, and we've discussed libertarians are wrong about everything. Um, 
And so they don't like, like this person doesn't like corporations. It's like, I hate corporations. He also hates the government, but he hate, he hates corporations. And, but he also hates unions for some reason. And I'm like, if unions are so bad, then why do corporate, why are corporations so scared of them? <laughs> like there, there's gotta be a reason why corporations would spend millions of dollars fighting unions. Yeah. And it's not because it's gonna help the workers or because they care <laughs> about the workers. It's because they care about their profits and actually not paying their workers. Um, so that's what's happening here is, is Raven's like, we want to unionize. And I think most likely management at Act Activision Blizzard is hoping that giving people full time and benefits, uh, that they can be like, Hey, see, you don't need a union. We're here for you. We just made you full time. Come on, please. Please, for the love of God, we don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. We don't want to lose money by having to pay you guys more. Um, because they uh, let's be fair, Activision Blizzard makes so much money they could have done this before. Um, it says whether Raven workers choose to union unionize has nothing to do with the salary increases elsewhere for Activision QA workers. An Activision Blizzard spokesperson told Bloomberg. The spokesperson <laughs> added that Raven workers won't be eligible for the pay in <laughs> Raven workers won't be eligible for the pay initiatives due to legal obligations under the National Labor Relations Act. So they're also punishing the people at Raven. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Because Raven since Raven's pushing for a union the the company doesn't get to control the wages uh without going through the union board or whatever first well yeah the, the 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 national labor relations board uh the union has not passed yet um yeah hopefully it will i'm i'm hoping microsoft which has agreed uh has agreed a deal to buy the company for that's weird Microsoft, which has agreed a deal to buy the company for $68.7 billion, said last month it respected the right of Activision Blizzard employees to choose whether to be represented by a labor organization, and we will honor those decisions. Good good guy Microsoft, I guess? They just know that they... Uh, they can't stop it. They, they can't, can't do, do anything, anything about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Workers at Activision Blizzard have been pressuring leadership on other fronts, many staged a walkout this week after it lifted COVID-19 vaccine requirements. The company clarified it would allow its studios to set up their own return-to-office policies. Here's, here's something that I, uh, I, I, I've mentioned to you in private. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. I love working from home. Yeah. And... <laughs> And I am elated that my job, it, my job pays really well. We, you know that. Like, I could probably find a job that paid more money, um, but I would have to go into the office. Yeah. And that is a huge boon to me 
not wanting to move to another company <laughs> ever at this point because so many other companies are like we're going to return to office and i'm like nah i'm i'm good like if my boss my i go into the office once a week my boss was like hey you're going to be here on tuesday right we need to do some cleanup in the office and stuff and i'm like cool i can do one day um <laughs> i can do i do one day a week typically in the office send out laptops stuff like that um but if my boss was like hey we're going to we're going to be returning to the office full time. We just need you guys here. I'd be like, "Uh, no. I'm not I'm not going to do that." Yeah. <laughs> but that really rather that not. happened that happened at my workplace. Uh a yeah. couple weeks ago, like we started going back in. And uh every single day, everyone except for one fucking guy has bitched about it. And I'm hoping that with enough bitching the people who run things will shut the fuck up and let everyone go back home. And they're going to be like, well, David likes it. Yeah. And everyone will be like, David go back into the office. Yeah. We don't like David. (laughs) Um, David smells funny. So does a Roa. That's why we want to go. Why we want to go work That's why from we home? We need work from home. Okay, I sit far away from everyone else for a reason. Okay, but yeah, like um, I think that I I know that they were doing. I, were they releasing, ending the COVID vaccination policy, and that's why they did the the walkout. Like I can understand, kind of. Uh, like I I work in a healthcare field. And I've got to go into offices. So in Oregon, they have a mandate that I ha- that people have to be vaccinated, which makes sure. 100% sense to me. But yeah, if you especially moved, in a fucking medical environment, yeah, if you moved to a fully work from home environment, I can understand not having to make the people get a COVID nineteen vaccination. Yeah. Um. However. I know Activision Blizzard is having people work on site now. And so that explains why when they were, they wanted to like relax the COVID-19 vaccination thing that people were like, uh, yeah, we're not comfortable with that. Uh, so we're just not going to be here. Uh, so, so I, and I think that the best thing to do in this case, and, and probably for your job too, is, have it so if you want to come into the office, you come into the office. If you want to work from home, you have the choice to work from home. And even, like, I even get it if it's something like, hey, guys, we were going to have a team meeting, and, like, in the interest of you know, collaboration and and being able to communicate effectively, we kind of wanted to, we've got, a, we've got, like, an office space reserved so that we could all come in and do the team meeting. I'd be fine with that, like, once a month. Yeah. Like, again, I go into the office once a week. That, yeah. I think, is fair. and I'd even be okay with that. But requiring you to be there every... Like, you've already proven. You've worked there for two years yeah. now, haven't two you? Two years we have been at home. And it's been fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing's gone wrong. Everything's fine. So... They can they can make it happen, but they're also paying for this off the space that you're not using, and mm-hmm. that I think is a big part of it. Anyway, uh, 
Do either of you guys have anything more to say about Activision Blizzard other than they suck and you shouldn't play World of Warcraft? Aroa. I know. I know that. Listen, I know they suck. I still eat at McDonald's. I know they suck. I know that yeah. they treat their employees poorly. Yeah, but I love me McDonald's. Yeah, I had McDonald's Nug yesterday. chicken nuggy. Give oh, me yeah. chicken nug. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> with that, I'm going to say thank you for being here, Ro. Mm, chicken nuggy. Uh, thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Ooh. Monk. You know, I, I told a coworker about this podcast. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> trying to get a little bit better with like the audio engineering and the speaking thing. You, you know, check it out sometime. And then chicken nuggy. <laughs> and then we have our pivotable chicky nuggy conversations. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for, for watching. If it's on YouTube, uh, go to Spotify, follow, leave us a, a rating of five out of five. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Donald Chan, chicky nuggy, so good.